So really we have mostly people who are here because you, you like the songs or would like to learn the songs of Kabbalah Shabbat. Not uh, necessarily to be the leaders of the services, but to be, but to enjoy that, to, to enjoy that singing, even though it's not Friday night. We're gonna make, we're gonna make it Friday night somehow, like Brigadoon style. We'll all of a sudden be, it'll all of a sudden be Friday night here. And so there's some the reason we need them back there. It wouldn't hurt. If we want to, if you really want to make it, uh, to, to go through it, then for sure, let's have the Cedarim, and then people can also yeah, just try to see what's going on, and people can ask if they have any questions about something. Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay. So, all right, so that was really helpful. In general, please keep, I'm un unlike Shlomo, who could remember your name 20 years after he met you. I'll be very happy if you continue to remind me of your names when you, we meet again and again. Um, and I will hopefully soon register them in the right neural pathway. So let's do it. Um, I will share with you a way that um, Shlomo would lead Friday night services for the last decade or so of his life. I have it on good uh, good authority. Is that the yeah. idiom? I have it on good authority that uh, he was not orthodox about this and, in fact, varied the tunes over the years. I have no doubt that that's the case. Um, but he certainly got into a kind of a rhythm with habit, you might say, of using certain tunes for the Kabbalah Shabbat service in that last decade. And the one place where I suppose it's fair to say uh, he would mix it up was L'Chadudi. Uh, but as you know, I should think uh, the Kabbalah Shabbat service is, in a nutshell, six psalms, the Chadodi, and then the seventh psalm being Mizmor Shirli Yom HaShabbat. Um, I'm going to try and restrain myself as a Tzfat historian of the 16th century to go, like, I will not go into explaining the origins of the Kabbalah Shabbat service, because that's not what we're here to do tonight. But for our purposes, that means basically it, something like seven melodies, because there are seven psalms, and then a couple more for... So, Shlomo uh, related a bit to Ari's uh, question about uh, his, his musical uh, issues. Um, Shlomo very rarely sang other people's tunes. He used his tunes. There were some exceptions. One exception is, of course, that he's aware, he was Nusach aware. Nusach for people, like, if you know what I mean, in, in, the, in the Chazanut sense, that there, there are, like, modes that are traditionally used in Ashkenazic culture for hundreds of years. It's a real oral tradition passed down from the Chazanim um, that you know, okay, this Chatzit Kaddish is in the fruit is in Fregish, which is a kind of Phryg Phrygian mode or whatever. I won't get into the details of it, but okay. So he's he 
he was aware of the traditional modes um, and the traditional nusach, but but felt very comfortable letting go of it if he'd rather sing one of his own tunes. This is something that some find an unforgivable expense. People who are you know, nusach purists and feel really committed to that Ashkenazic tradition. Um, but Shlomo did have a background in Chazanut, and if you listen to his early albums, you can even hear that. I would almost say I would listen to as music. I might put on an early Shlomo album. They're, they're overproduced, but in a some sort of endearing way, as opposed to his later albums, which are overproduced, no fault of his own, but they're just like somebody got a Casio. And can you name a couple of the early albums that you're referring to? Um, <clears throat> uh, I think one of the early ones is called Hanishama Lach. If you have, go on Spotify or Apple Music even, you'll see they have, they have a lot of the old ones and they even have some best ofs that include, uh, I would say, you know, 10% of the album will be like Shlomo doing some actual chazanut, right? Uh, like, you know, Keter from the Kedusha of, uh, of Musaf on Shabbat or something like that. Okay, so what was I saying? Ah, so the other exception to Shlomo singing his own songs um, was the occasional Hasidic Rebbe Nigan, Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, and the uh, Rizhina Rebbe's Nigun, he had a couple that he would say, now let's sing the Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev Nigun. Now let's sing, right, the Rizhina Nigun. But that was it. And one bub of Nigun that's, that, that he used, not even exactly a Nigun, it's like, um, it's just a little musical phrase that he used to punctuate the Kabbalah Shabbat service. So the, sh the Shlomo Friday night service has this recurring musical motif that, that isn't Shlomo's tune. And <clears throat> if you've ever been to a Friday night Shlomo thing, then you <coughs> have heard it, but you might not have known that it was a Bubov Nigan as opposed to a Karlbach Nigan. And it goes like this. Da -da 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 -da. Da 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 and he does it for almost all of them at the beginning and the end. So the, the first psalm of the series is Lechu Niranena Yeah. 
Obviously, this is a, a melody that you just, if you're, well, we didn't have too many, ra you know, volunteer that they were going to be leading services anytime soon. But There's a bunch in this room. There are? Okay, oh, yeah. so they were a bit shy about it. But if, you're, if you are leading, then, then take your time with it and, and don't, is, I think a big problem we're facing now with the musicalization of the service is that besides the performative aspect that's, that can be alienating to people who would normally want to sing along but are reluctant to sing along if the band is too good or something, um, you have a problem with the, with the percussion that uh, everybody brings a djembe to shul now and the djembe starts bef and is like a metronome. You don't want a metronome. You want uh, something like that to just flow and move you know, uh, move with it a little. You can pick, pick it up, slow it down, even in the course of a, sing, of a phrase, and you want to feel like, whatever, it's alive. But it's not alive like a metronome. <laughs> so you, if you have a djembe player, you've got to tell them, like, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Probably, because I lead services, and I would probably beg to differ. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All right. I yeah, think that hear. people want to hear a groove so they know where to sing. I think if yes. it's, it's um, ad-libbed, mm. then they're not sure what to do, and ah. they're a little confused. You, that's, that's why people point. like hand clapping, and they like a drum, because now they know what to do. So I agree with you, but not about that musical phrase. You see, because that phrase mm -hmm. is, is, is an ad-libido introduction to the psalm, and, and it, it's, a, it's, like, it's, a, it's a concluding phrase. Um, and the psalm itself may be hand clapping, foot stomping, djembe yes. banging, uh, perfect groove, 100% mm -hmm. perfect groove. Mm -hmm. uh, only a meaning that the, you have to have a sensitivity to the fact that not all parts of the service are in a perfect groove. That's Agreed. all. And the second thing that I want to say is that when you don't know what to do, what Shlomo would say is give me harmony. And it's precisely in those places where <laughs> there's no groove but you're just kind of like holding a note and the people are listening to each other and listening to you and singing and adding their harmonies and layering it in such a beautiful way mm -hmm. that it's true, it's not, it's not hand clapping, but it does facilitate this, 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 this open harmony that's sort of that. beyond time. Yeah. Uh, you know, that mm -hmm. it's a space for that to happen. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get that to happen when, that, when the groove is um, in full, mm -hmm. in full, th you know, full throttle. Now, in the first psalm, one second, I've got to make sure I don't misrepresent anything. I think it's Ecclesiastes that says there's a time to groove and a time exactly, to Exactly, <laughs> yeah, chapter and verse. So the first, the first psalm doesn't have um, a middle section that Shlomo would use uh, you know, rockabilly song for. It was what were we just sang together, through Nari alone, and then Kiel Gadol, more or less in the traditional Ashkenazic mumble, until Arba'im Shana, where you have that box, where traditionally the Chazan also would come back in, right, as a, to close it, to close it. Um, so the, so, 
את ארבעים שנה. Get the harmonies, right? Psalm is, an, is the exceptional case where he doesn't go into it with, well maybe it's not even the exception anymore, I think that, that recurring phrase may only now show up at the end. And so we have here um, the song that Shlomo couldn't stand when people sang wrong. And that's to the tune of one of Shlomo's older classic nigunim known as Kiva Moed, right? right? Pretty popular one, almost universally sung wrong. So, <clears throat> do you want to hear it wrong first or no, right first? Right, 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 Don't ever screw it up. <laughs> okay, let's first do it with Shlomo's old words. It goes, well, maybe that's asking a lot. Yeah, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I heard Shlomo stop the crowd so many times on that, <laughs> that after he died once at Yakar, I was leading services downstairs. It gets pretty big and pretty intense down there, but people started singing it wrong. And I can't resist telling you, the normally wrong way of singing it is, which you can understand was probably just a harmony that someone sang at some point, and the harmony <laughs> took over, right? I know, I told you, it's universally sung wrong. What do you want from me? If Shlomo would stop a thousand people on Simcha's Torah and say... Uh, good, so it was worth it to come to Orange County. What's their names who did the Shalom Rav, who were still, one of them still around? Clepper. Clepper, thank you. They had the same problem. 
yeah. everybody sings Shalom Rav wrong. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm interested in that correction. Okay, so listen, so Shlomo would say, would everyone would say, my niggin doesn't go down, my niggin goes up. That's what he'd say, my niggin doesn't go down, it doesn't go da 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 He says, it goes da 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 It goes up, it's going up. It really upset him. And when he, after he died, I was leading service, and I stopped the crowd, and I said, listen, in honor of Shlomo, in memory of Shlomo, you're on the subway, you see her across, across from you on the subway car, you know she's the one. She looks at you. She also knows you're the one. But the subway's pulling into the station and she's going to get out. You just call out to her, please give me your number. She says, of course, call me as soon as you get home. My number is 553-12-44271. Five five three one two four four two seven one. Okay, I'm gonna call you right away. He goes home and he starts dialing on the phone. Five four three two four three two one. Five four three two four three two one. But she doesn't answer. It's so sad. Cause she told him to dial five five three one two four four two seven one and he's dialing five four three two four three two one anyway so so it's um it's shiru ladonai
something that you don't hear a lot in the most Karlbach Minyanim is Shlomo's uh, more Chazanut style endings. Like for this psalm, it goes like this. Yismechu ha-shamayim v'tawagel ha-retz yiramayam amum lo-ho tevevel v'chom asher Hold on, I'm going to get to the other. I'm done this too often later. Yismechu ha-shamayim it's also weird for me to play the guitar while I'm doing the Friday night daven because I don't normally play the guitar on Friday night. Um, so, Yismichu Hashemayim, and this is one of those ad libidum things where we want to follow. started silently like in the traditional way but unexpectedly perhaps starting up for the leader with Shama V'tismach Tzion which is a few lines above the square that indicates where the Chazan would normally come in and it's, um, it's a really pretty tune for this also it goes like this so Shama Tisma Tzion Yeah. 
again oh have a Country Shlomo song. Okay, where you just like gotta saddle up. Okay. Means more shiru Wait, did I do this wrong? No, sorry, I meant, I mean, uh, means more shiru
but I'm going to give it to you. Yes. No. No, that's like a rockabilly song that originally went to what words? Hodu, yeah, Hodu. Huh? I was going to ask you the origin of some of this song. Yeah, I mean, they all, they all come from different one-liner nigunim that he wrote from beginning, probably in the late 50s. Some of them are later. Usually I remember the original, you know, the original nigun. So he would develop a nigun, the and nigun. then he would take the nigun and twist it around and add stuff <coughs> to, to get it full. Look, no, I mean, the, it's just the nigun is, uh, he, he didn't always come down with words when he, but usually it, the first words that he sung it to would stick and it would be known as that nigun. And usually those nigunim are uh, very simple from a musical point of view. It's a motif, it's uh it has an A, B, and it repeats, and you sing it over and over and over, and that's the nigun. So you can take that and the, the, you can take that and apply it to anything in the prayer book. The problem is, do you care how well the words fit? Do you care if the meaning of the words, you're saying something upbeat, it sounds sorry, but it's a minor nigun. I mean, how well does the song fit the words, both in terms of the the way that you know, the syllables and whatever are placed and the deeper content is a whole other can of worms. But yes, all of the Shlomo stuff is recycled. And that's why I told you before, I'm telling you now, this, what the songs we're singing tonight are from a relatively late period of Shlomo's life. And he did tend to use these tunes repeatedly in the years that I was with him. But I know that he used other tunes as well, and I feel obviously people should have every right to swap out tunes. This is nothing, uh, I don't think Shlomo would appreciate the orthodoxy about singing certain tunes to certain parts of the service, as long as you sang the tunes right, you know. But if you sang it to a different part of the service, I don't think that would be a big violation. So this one, the Chazanud is, Bechatzotzrot, Oh, this is a... Uh, oh, you forgot to put the booze in here, probably, right? It's all vodka. Okay, good. I don't understand you, man. I don't understand you at all. You used up all of the limoncello? Ah! <laughs> he drank it the first night. All right. It's good. Shlomo didn't drink alcohol, so why should I have to? All right. Bechatzot. And chatzot are like horns, trumpets. <coughs> Bechatzotzrot, bekovol shofar, hariyu lifnei melech Adonai, Recurring motif. Neharot imcha uchav yachadarim 
A similar thing with this psalm, I think it's already, what, the fifth? The fifth one. Um, Adonai Malach Yirgizu Amim, more or less silently, until Moshe Be'aron, which is now, again, a kind of chazanutish transition to what will be a good djembe song, but this part is the pre-djembe thing where you have to have a lot of harmonies, very strong, and it's in a minor key. He goes, Moshe v'yadon v'chavu o'yanav u'shmu Fiction too. You find a lot of Jewish people now. I don't know if it's because of assimilation. I'm not exactly clear. Acculturation. What is what's going on? Having trouble with that that interval. Everyone wants to sing. They want to. They want to majorize it. Instead of well, 
right? Do you hear? I mean, it's, it's pretty jarring, but inc incredibly it's common now. Arabia. You hear it a lot. So sometimes if I hear people singing that wrong, I'll say, do you guys see Pulp Fiction? Can you sing with me for one second? So, um, it's, the same, it's the same scale as, as uh, Lawrence of Arabia's theme song. Mm, very... I think it's called Phrygian. It's really the same. It's G harmonic minor starting on the fifth. Mm -hmm. <coughs> In Turkish music, it's called Makam Hijaz. Ah. Well, it's from over there in the east. So it goes like this. So we did, just, just to remind you, we went, uh, I'm alive. 
us right into the Chadodin. Yep. Um, yeah. Right. Yep. And um, and then there it's uh, obviously whatever the spirit moves you to do. There are endless Shlomo tunes. Sometimes what I do if I'm in a community where it's not typical for them to use the Shlomo Nusach straight I'll make sure to choose a tune for Lechado D that people know, just so that there's a, something that is a little bit less. So if you have like three or four Lechado D versions that you add some zero, add some zeros. Okay, so it's, uh, to that. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that you've heard them. I use this one. Like Shlomo, right, that's from Shvachin Asader. That's a beautiful one. If you have a community that is old enough to sit with that. You, know, yeah. you, have to, you can't be rushing it. It works. It works. You can get beautiful harmonies with that tune. It's, very, it's a very good one. It's a relatively late tune, very successful and very beautiful one to use for Lechado Di. Do you switch at Lo Tevoshi? I do. To what? Um, David, David Melch yeah, Yisrael, yeah, right. right. So you're using two Shlomo ones. Um, I have a friend who was, who's quirky, but he he does uh, each one of the stanzas of Lechado Di to a, to a different tune and uses Shlomo composed independent nigunim to just sing, you know, with groups or concerts or whatever for each of the each of these. Uh, Stanzas. Normally, if we sing Kabbalah Shabbat, then we wouldn't do that change. It's not. It's not very. What is the tradition? Why change melodies? Uh, in it? Who, where does that come from? I don't know exactly. I mean, there's it's. A, there's a synagogue in New York that does that. They call it using Lachadudi like a ladder. So every. Oh, each bite. You mean each one? Yeah. Each but you mean in, You mean even that once that we change it low to Voshi? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's... have more than one melody, right? I think it, it must just effort. be a concession to... Uh, there are a lot of people, What people... Uh, but what makes it pleasant for people to stick with okay. it and keep going? It's the latest piece of liturgy that's in our Sidur. Lechado Di? yeah, written in the 16th century. There's nothing that is written that late that's one. in our... It's brand new. <laughs> hot off the... Right, on the charts. <laughs> Isn't, it, 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 Loki, Oshi, the, doesn't, the rhythm of the words changes slightly. Not really. Works. It's, uh, it's incredible how, uh, how accommodating this poem is to ver melodies. I mean, you can use also melodies that are in 3-4 time. You can use melodies in 4-4 four, four time. You can make it, you can really make it all work. I don't, I have no explanation for it. Well, it's like the uh, Mona Lisa's eyes following you somehow. But um, 
Do 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 That's not a Shlomo song, but a lot of people know it. It's a nice one to use for people to feel like they're comfortable. Um, uh-huh. um, at a certain level, I don't even know. I think maybe we should skip Lachado D and just keep on. You don't want to skip Lachado D? Uh, okay. Um, well, it depends on what you would. What you I mean, I just want to make. Sh- well, no, I would just, I would just keep on with uh, Kabbalah Shabbat, but um, and also, I'm not sure exactly how much Actually, time you've budgeted I've got, me. I've got to leave in five minutes. Yeah. Right. I would just say because that's the most well-known thing that maybe, uh, and you can sing it to any tune you want. That it's somehow less valuable for me to sing it. Yeah, I want sing to, it with you. I want to hear how the next couple of times. Um, I mean, there isn't that much more to do, but but also five to ten minutes is also not that much time. <laughs> so, I would say, Mizmor Shir Yom Shabbat is a nice, a nice thing to think about. The tunes that you're doing are great already, and y'all know these tunes so well for the Chadodi that I think I think we'll be okay. Mizmor Shir Yom Shabbat. There's a kind of a re- Recurring nigun. I'm sure it's familiar to most of you as well. Mizmor, mizmor, shir, shir le'yom ha'shabbat. Mizmor, mizmor, shir, shir le'yom ha'shabbat. Mizmor, mizmor, shir. Change the key. Um, um, Mis more, mis more, sheer, sheer, the young Mashabbat. Mis more, mis more, sheer, sheer, the young Mashabbat. Mis more, mis more, sheer, sheer, the young Mashabbat. Hey, I lie, I lie. 
sometimes sing in English also. I don't know if you remember. The whole world is waiting to sing a song of Shabbos. The whole world is waiting to sing a song of Shabbat. The whole world is waiting to sing a song of Shabbat. The whole world is waiting to sing a song of Shabbat. I'm also waiting to sing a song of Shabbat. I'm also waiting to sing a song of Shabbat. For the last uh, bit of these last psalms, you might not study Gedamah Yifrah. Balvanavon Yizkei. Shdulim Beveid Adonavavai. Bechatzrot Eloheinu Yafrichu. Hodjenuvun Beseva. Shenim Birananim Yihu Lagid Kiashar Adonai Suri Velo Avlatabovo And then the very last one before Marev is Mikolot Maim Rabbi Adirim mishbereyam, Adir bamaroom, Adonai. Erotecha nemnu meyon, Veitcha navakodesh, Adonai. I would just end by, of course, thanking you for coming and singing, and a certain part of me wishes we could keep, keep going, like uh, former good days. Um, but I, I want my, my sort of uh, meta message is, uh, remember that uh, even t in a certain way, no, I won't go there, but the, there's Karl Bach davening and there's Shlomo davening. And Karl Bach is a posthumous phenomenon, and Shlomo was a dangerous character. Now we know, you know. But also the davening was a little bit dangerous in the sense that it was free and open, and he didn't quite know how it was going to turn out every time. And uh, there's, you know, when you, when you
you apply for, I can tell you now, is that when you apply for big grants, they always ask you about the risk. The risk, it's very hard for people in the humanities to assess, assess risk. What does that even mean? But if I'm asking the European Research Council for two and a half million euros, they want to know about risk. So, so I think that uh, the, 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 especially these parts where we're giving harmony and we're just sort of radically open in that moment of the service to hearing each other and giving our full hearts to the davening, that that's the, that's a risk. Mm -hmm. It's a risk. Yeah. It sometimes doesn't go well. Right. Um, sometimes it's the most powerful part of our prayer. And, our, and uh, to me, it's not, it's not real unless, it, unless the tefillah has a little bit of that risk in it. You know? and, uh, and that is, that's the, you know, I had, once had a, therapy, a therapist who told me the things that you love about someone are usually the things that come back to bite you in the dear ear with that person. Um, so, and I can tell you this now, and I say it, you know, ha half laughing and half crying, maybe more than half, what appealed, what appealed to me a lot about Shlomo was the, was the, the danger, was the, was the somehow, you know, the, the craziness, uh, the crazy brilliant energy of, of, uh, of who he was. And, and to understand that Jewish prayer, can, we can do even better than communal singing. Like it can be even better than nice harmonies. It can be... It can really be ecstatic, and we're not Jews, especially. We're not so good. Most of us are these people from the genetic uh, bottleneck in Eastern Europe. Somehow, maybe we used to be good at it, but now most davening is so lame, so boring. You know, I, I don't even understand why people go to shul most of the time. But they don't, right? Most of us are yeah, checking out. So the question is, can we make now? If you start singing harmonies in synagogue. And it's good harmonies and good bands, so a lot more people will come. But maybe I'm wrong. But maybe if if we can do even a bit better than that, and and have the good singing and the good energy and da -da, and also open ourselves up to to something that is a little bit more raw and uncooked and un unplanned, then it will be even. I don't know how to do it exactly, like but, but a little bit of risk. And something to let free. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, is everybody, excuse me, is everyone planning on being there Friday night for, for your Right, so, yeah, so first of all, there's a plug. So, yeah. um, over some of the Shabbatot, Yossi will be back. By the way, Ezra's got his ukulele. It's the oh, ukulele. thank you, Ezra. He's Sorry for play. keeping so you up tonight, to, Ezra. I wanted to show you that he's playing right now. <laughs> Can but um, so not only goes he the scholar, but when he when he goes for Shabbat Shabbatot, he'll be leading some services. So this Friday night we're doing Kabbalat Shabbat. Is that right? At, uh, at B'nai Israel in Tustin, and then when you're here uh -huh. in Irvine at Beth Jacob in the morning, you're going to do you're going to do Shacharit as I? well. So you have opportunities to come and dive. No, more than that, I really need you. I mean, tonight when we were at our best together. This was like, if you guys will come and, and either sit in cleverly seated places in the congregation <laughs> or come close to me and let's make a core group that can really create a, a critical mass of, of energy 
So Yossi and I are, excuse me, Yossi and I are going to do services together at CBI. Oh, good. We're going to do Kabbalah Shabbat. I'm going to do Mariv. Okay. I was good. That maybe we could even do no more together. There's no rabbi so I'm going to kind of officiate. Perfect. So you're going to do a short divar, I think, yeah. here. Okay. Everybody is invited. And uh, use that as an opportunity to get a unique scholar. 6 p.m. It's in the materials. It's in the brochure. Okay. So here's my last question tonight. Who is our modern-day Karla? In other words, who should... I know that people out there that we listen to, we have some names of students. I'm afraid I don't. I tell you something. It's because I don't. I, to, I, I don't know if you were you were here when I was saying this before. I know you've, you've been multitasking, but um, I I don't consider to be Shlomo to be uh, first and foremost um, a, a folk musician. I consider him first and foremost to be uh, like a creative rabbinic uh, erudite. Uh, thinker, one of who needs to be can, read alongside Heschel and Buber and, and other great uh, int religious intellectuals of the 20th century. Thank you. Thank you for coming out, guys. Thank you.